All right, happy Sunday. You're watching Philadelphia 76ers now. Hope all of you have had a fantastic weekend as it's starting to come to a close. I'm Chase Senior coming at you from home because there's a lot to get to on the Tobias Harris trade front. But before we get started, NBA free agency does begin on Friday. Every single move that the Sixers make, we're going to talk about it here on the show, and that's why you hit that subscribe button. Whether I'm here at home, at the Chat Sports Studios, or on the road, we're talking Sixers year-round. As for the latest on Harris, is a trade dead? Are the Sixers going to hold on to Tobias Harris? Are there other teams offering trade packages for Toby, not to the liking of Daryl Morey? Let's discuss it all here on the show. According to Keith Pompey, Philadelphia in inquire. The 76ers have received inquiries from a few teams across the NBA that are interested in Harris. The Detroit Pistons, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Phoenix Suns, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Utah Jazz all have called about Harris's availability in recent weeks. John Clark of NBC Sports Philadelphia reporting just moments ago on this beautiful Sunday afternoon that the Sixers have had discussions, but nothing has obviously gotten to a point where anything has come to fruition and nothing has really gained that much momentum. While the Suns have expressed interest to Keith Pompey, a source said they have paused their pursuit of Tobias Harris and the team now intends to move forward with DeAndre Ayton. Now, I do want to ask the audience this, and this is today's poll question. Grade Tobias Harris as a player for me, 1 to 100. Use that NBA 2K scale and let me know down in the comment section. I think if he were to go to a team where he wasn't a fourth option, where he could have the ball in his hands a little bit more to create for himself and not just stand around the three-point perimeter, which has been the role that he's resorted to behind Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tyrese Maxey. He could go to a team where he can hunt a shot, he can score at all three levels, he's at his best when he moves downhill in an aggressive manner, he could give you 20 points per game on 45% shooting from the field and 40% from three. Now, going back to Phoenix here, this is pretty interesting. They made that big splash for Bradley Beal. They now have their big three of Devin Booker, who went nuclear throughout that playoff run, a couple of games stretch in which he was shooting like 70% from the floor. Kevin Durant is aging, but still one of the most potent offensive players in the league. And they have Beal on top of that. And according to reports, they're going to hold on to DeAndre Ayton. I think that's more because teams don't have much interest in Ayton as well as that contract because he's really just been a solid player, not a very good to great player at all throughout his NBA career. Everybody keeps waiting on him to kind of break out and the mentality that he has isn't one that is aggressive. He seems complacent with the role that he currently has in Phoenix, and he hasn't necessarily tapped into that greatness. And like I said, the contract is very high. So Pompey reported that the Suns envisioned Harris playing alongside KD, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal, and they wanted to acquire him before the start of free agency on June 30th because of the new collective bargaining agreement and the possible second apron ramifications that are going to come into play a couple of years down the road. But in order for the Suns to bring in Harris, him going into that final year of his contract, which is lofty, the Suns would have to move Aiton as part of that deal. But the Sixers obviously have no interest in him 
because they already have Joel Embiid and an on-court pairing of Aiton Embiid, given the current construct of today's NBA in which you want to space the floor, shoot it. And with Embiid, we've seen problems with him playing alongside another big because it clogs up the lane and takes away from some of that space that he needs to kind of maneuver on the floor like Ben Simmons did it sometimes because he didn't shoot the basketball. It wouldn't make sense from a basketball fit standpoint. And obviously the Sixers don't want Aiton and the Suns would need to get a third team involved into that deal so that Phoenix could get Harris. Another team could possibly get DeAndre Ayton, and that's what would make a deal actually happen. So you take Phoenix out of the equation there. And while these trade rumors continue to surround Harris, Keith Pompey did say that it's looking more and more likely that with the Sixers asking price being high and with a new coach coming in in Nick Nurse, do they try to just run it back with the roster that we saw last year and that starting five of James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, P.J. Tucker, and Joel Embiid. You can look at it from a standpoint of they were one game away from making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They could have matched up very well against Miami and made a run to the NBA Finals, but we continue to have that conversation with this basketball team, which hasn't escaped the second round since 2001. I've continued to say I think that Harris's fit on this roster is a bad one. He's not a player who can hover around that three-point arc and be comfortable and as successful successful in this Sixer system with the other players that he's playing with, and I'm not sure a coaching change is going to change the fans' excitement level of the Sixers running it back knowing that they failed to reach and exceed expectations for many, many years, especially considering last year when they blew that 3-2 lead against the Boston Celtics. Now, Harris's dad, who is his agent, is trying to up his value a little bit and said that the reason I say that Toby is an elite player in this league is because he's an assassin scorer. They can't stop him. Nobody in the league can stop him. So he's proven that over and over in his career. Even when he was with the Clippers, he was an assassin scorer. See, I disagree with that. He's not an assassin scorer. Is he better than what a lot of people give him credit for? That's for sure. But he's no way, no how, an assassin scorer in this league. And there's also more reporting from Pompey here about where the Sixers' asking price is, and it gives us kind of a good indication or a good idea of what the Sixers kind of white might want to demand back for Harris, but also you have to keep this in mind, right? When you put a player on the trading block, your negotiations are always going to start off right here, right? And then you lower that asking price from there because you're always tr trying to extract massive and maximum value. So, Pompey had said last week, source told the Inquirer, the Sixers are overvaluing Harris and asking for, quote, an outrageous package in return. And that then goes in line with what a source said the Sixers told the Cavs about what it would take days before the draft. And that was a package of Jarrett Allen, Evan Mobley, and a draft pick. I would take Evan Mobley straight up for Harris. I think that he is a blossoming young player. He still has a lot of potential. Very good defensive player who was named to an all-defensive team this past year. Has room to get better 
offensively, but doesn't demand the basketball to be successful and for the offense to be less clunky, which is the problem right now with Harris. So you add on Jarrett Allen there. That doesn't make any sense because I don't need him on the floor with Embiid. A draft pick? No. Evan Mobley straight up for Tobias Harris. I would do that in a heartbeat. I will say among the teams that we talked about earlier who have reportedly showed interest in Harris, the Cavs, Pistons, Suns, Mavericks, and Jazz, I talked a little bit about this last week, that the Jazz are an intriguing destination. This is a team that is really stacking a lot of young player playmakers together, and I like the direction of that organization. They can also afford to take on a veteran presence to help out that young team who's on a larger contract but an expiring deal. They have cap space open and available to absorb the large contract of Harris. And if he plays well, maybe they re-sign him for a lower price after this upcoming season. And at the very least, he can help some of those young playmakers. And a lot of teams across the NBA are always in need of a guy who can score from the wing. So Jordan Clarkson and Kelly Olenek are two players that if the Sixers can get those two guys back for Harris... That's certainly an interesting trade for me. Jordan Clarkson is a walking bucket. He would fortify the Sixers bench unit. Any given night, he'd be due to go off for 20 points or so, and it really helps that Sixers second unit with some bench scoring production for a guy who's not going to give you a lot of defense, but is a very dynamic offensive player. So you check that box of what an area of the Sixers is heading into this offseason that's bench production. And I've continued to say this. I would love to see a better backup behind Joel Embiid so that we don't have to see the the corpse of Greg Monroe or DeAndre Jordan in a playoff game behind Embiid when you factor in his injury history or a guy who can play the five and play stretch four to provide some floor spacing for Embiid, and that's exactly what Kelly Olynyk would bring this team. So a Tobias Harris trade for Jordan Clarkson and Kelly Olynyk, I think is the most realistic among some of the deals that are potentially out there. It makes sense for Utah, and I think it makes a great sense a great deal of sense for the Sixers as well to possibly get two of those players as well. So that's the latest on the Tobias Harris trade front. Kind of just wanted to relay everything that's going on there um, with NBA free agency set to start on Friday. We're going to continue to have you covered right here on the channel with the best rumors, news, analysis that's all insightful, informative, and of course entertaining as well. Might do another live show this week as well to really capture everything that's going on around this basketball team. Hope you enjoy your Sundays. Hope you've all had a great weekend. Subscribe to the show, and we'll catch you next time here on Sixers Now.